Hey there, Sarah here. Do you love Learn to Podcast because it's produced by yours truly and your girl, Lorraine DeGraffenwright? Then you might be interested in a new web series that I produced, wrote, and star in alongside my friend Dana Bell. The web series is called House Meeting, and it's about two roommates sorting out apartment-related issues through the time-honored ritual of the house meeting. You can check it out. It's all six episodes all together. It's like 25 minutes or under. It's less than a full 30-minute pilot, you can check them out at vimeo.com forward slash house meeting or housemeeting.tumblr.com. But check out the Vimeo one because it's more profesh looking. That's house meeting. Uh, Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. I'm Lorraine and I'm black. I am Sarah and I am Jewish. This is Learn to Podcast, where we learn basic black and Jewish stuff we should already know. We're here talking about Albert Einstein with our friend Dana Bell. Let's get learned up! excited to be here by the way i'm so excited to have you yeah we're excited to have you too and it's been like a long time of us wanting you on yeah (laughs) and just being your friends in real life yeah 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 i'm not free this weekend i'm not free this weekend (laughs) yeah which like i don't even get like why it hasn't happened until now because it's like i don't know (laughs) i I mean each other around a ton our guest today is a comedian and writer and uh, what else can we say about Dana? She's um, on the mod team, uh, Somebody's Baby at mm-hmm. UCB. She and I wrote and created a pretty great web series oh, called yeah, House check, Meeting. Check it out. Vimeo.com slash House Meeting. That's right. Forward slash. <laughs> uh, six episodes. Very short. They're, yeah. Someone someone called Lorraine's them. Ad, uh, Adam Rothstein called them snackable. Oh, Snackle. shout yeah. out Adam Rothstein. Yeah. Great guy. Very funny. Yeah. Wow. Hey, shout like out. That. Also, like shout that. out A-Rot. You know? Yeah, yeah. A-Rod. Also, mm-hmm. um, Hoo-Ha liked it as well. So yeah. anyway, yeah, just get to check it out. Um, and hi, Dana. Um, you're a fun person who I Thank also you. grew up with. Yes. And all three of us went to the same college. That's this is true. true. So, all many, is true. so many connections. What a great intro. And <laughs> great job, Dana, also contributing to your intro. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Very excited to be here. I am also Jewish. I don't know oh, if that's sure, sure, sure. relevant. But yeah, sometimes we forget to say like, a guests like sort of ethnicity or like what they're like we i don't know i feel I like don't forget I, I just don't think it i think it's on them do yeah. you want to share that about yourself sure. i'm well, not gonna pimp that out i'm only saying it because i was talking to someone about the pot being on the podcast and they were like oh so they just let like other people be on it Ooh. and i was like i'm jewish so <laughs> other people yeah. other well people. they didn't say it like that i don't remember what Others. they said they well, were yeah. like very they were like so they just um let if you're not you can you don't have to be it's okay. And I was like, I'm Jewish. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, but also, yeah, we let, yes. quote unquote, other people <laughs> on. Yeah, we've just had rando white guys on who yeah. who are not Jewish or black. Yeah, because you can learn about whatever you want on this podcast. Yeah. You don't have to get learned up on black or Jewish learning is the best. Yeah, it truly is. Learning is the best. And sometimes um, at this age, we are not put in a situation where we like have to learn all the time. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, we're like learning on the job, you know, about like job specific skills. Yeah. But in terms of like academic knowledge or like just like things we should know i feel like post-college it's sometimes like on you to like go seek out knowledge you know yeah yeah it's just like easy to just get lazy and not learn things but it's nice to i agree go get it when you Mm -hmm. don't have to yes um so dana what are you here to get learned up on and talk to us about i'm here to talk about albert einstein which what a great intro talking about love of learning Mm. which he loved obviously (laughs) yep and to almost a spiritual amount loved learning Mm. and thought that it was great Mm -hmm. um so i'm here to talk about albert einstein who is obviously a uh, genius Mm -hmm. mathematician also i would say like social and philosophical genius as well um just uh all around great guy I read a bunch Ow. of stuff that he <laughs> Albert Einstein wrote all around and, great guy. Uh, really feeling inspired and wish I knew more about physics. Yes. And that was tough. And yep. I apologize in advance. Yeah. 
that I was sort of like, I got caught up in reading a lot of his more like philosophical writings, which I find very accessible. Mm. And then I was like, sort of didn't have enough time on the physics stuff. So I well, will be checking Wikipedia. Yeah. But you and know what's I am cool very about confused. That. I feel like there are a lot of people out there who consider themselves like experts on Albert Einstein or at least like big old fans and like they know mm-hmm. all of his work, but they only focus on the physicist side. Mm-hmm. And so like whatever it is that you're going to share with us about philosophy and whatnot, people yeah. might go, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, well, how about that? Yeah, yeah. I think, Lorena, I forget what episode it was on, but I like, I think Albert Einstein was my Jubu or something. And at that time, Genius mm. was like about to come out. Yeah. And I remember reading something in the like press for that about how Albert Einstein was like kind of like a player. And like had a lot of ladies and was like a fun guy, which was a real learned up moment for me. Because like you see that that crazy face (laughs) on those posters, they're like where like the light bulbs going on, and it's like that dude probably spent a lot of time in an attic by himself. But no, no, maybe so fun. Yeah, it sounds like he he had a lot of tricks up his sleeve. (laughs) Okay, first of all, so let's just talk about his love life. Yes, first, which I really wish I had delved into more deeply. Mm-hmm. I sort of knew that he. I had like heard rumors that he was a player because mm. I also think that the Genius series they kind of pick. Well, I don't know if this is a like symptom of the people being geniuses and also being players because the second one they're doing is Picasso. Oh, and so far everything I've seen is just him being sort of like suave oh. and like. I don't know. He it's, seems kind of terrible. Oh, Picasso. Yeah. Like, Picasso seemed women. like he sucked. Yeah. Wait, for yeah. real? I like know nothing about the man, Picasso. He was know. also like a huge player, but not in a what? fun way. Boo. Yeah. I just like, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I feel like the way he like fragments female bodies suggests something disturbed. Ooh. Oh, true. True, true, true. Although yeah. I did read when I was at like at LACMA, they have a, one of the paintings from, I guess like the start of, or no, maybe I saw this on the internet. Sarah where was it's at like my yesterday. I wonder if she saw the oh, same painting. Did I not see I, Picasso. Saw I, the new oh. new exhibits. Uh, but yeah, didn't go into the sort of like their standard collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I <laughs> Picasso and collection. Get out. I'm sorry. I'm a teen. Um, I didn't sleep a lot last night, and I did karaoke until two in the morning. So, okay. um, that's did you, what's did, happening. Did I was you, gonna let Picasso slide, and then I was like, okay, that was like kind of annoying. Collection. <laughs> did you do karaoke didn't see until the two in the morning? Sorry, I did karaoke till two a.m. Karaoke till two a.m. <laughs> just shortening am is just going ah uh, 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 uh. <laughs> i love well, myself and i hate myself <laughs> that's important okay all right sorry <laughs> please please let's talk more about art and well, brain things it was like the start of his like cubist period and it was like after he like started i definitely also saw this on a meme and i was tricked myself into thinking i saw this in a museum and had this <laughs> thought to Don't myself you just love when that happens um and it was like he started painting this way like after a relationship with oh, this woman and it was like imagine fucking so good that you start cubism <laughs> like, <laughs> for the woman you thought that was in a museum and <laughs> that like that cool. yeah no i thought <laughs> i ha- i thought i had that thought okay to myself in a museum and then i was like no i read it Aww. on an instagram page do we have meme museums yet Ooh. Ooh, it would be downtown probably. It would be near the like museum of ice cream. I mean, honestly, we should start one. Yeah, we might as well, and have everybody be so mad at it, and then everybody (laughs) shows up at it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) lines are for like forever. Yeah, yeah. This this also sounds like a really good um, like senior project for um, a senior at Vassar College. Yeah, media studies major. Yeah, yeah. If I can set it up in the low, baby. Yes. It also kind (laughs) of sounds like a Nathan for you experiment, a la that's uh, Starbucks place. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Starbucks, Starbucks. dumb Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love his (laughs) fake art museum do you remember this no he because i think it was like a part of the starbucks thing he needed to establish a career as a parody artist so first he tried the song parody thing like weird al for whatever reason that wasn't enough then he made his fake art gallery that was like all like concept art it was like i don't know how to describe it it was like 
it just basically it was stupid art it was bad art mm-hmm. but people took it really seriously then he starts dumb starbucks and i might even be mixing up multiple episodes big old fans of nathan for you are listening to this screaming <laughs> being like you got it wrong yeah who cares who cares yeah. um nathan for you or nathan fielder fielder truly the einstein of comedy yeah we say. should have wow. him on um so yeah okay so einstein was i believe married twice so he i was like gonna try and remember the other two women and it's honestly not important because the important thing is that he fucking married his cousin wow yeah a scientist marrying his cousin Mm. the irony okay right smartest man in the universe and it's also confusing because on the wikipedia it said she was his first cousin ma- on his maternal side, second cousin on his paternal oh. side. So I was like, there's a lot of I was like, double cousin, which I don't even understand. Somebody how that else works. married a cousin too. So Is it would that be like-, like his parents. Oh my God. So it would have to be like his dad's like brother or like his dad's cousin married his mom's brother or something or yeah. Oh, sibling. Yeah, yeah, and word. then they had a, kid and so that it's like person is that his person wife is his wife whoa yeah double cuz yeah it's wild i know yeah Which, i like you can't know. imagine that yeah and he's he's yeah. not he wasn't like what year is this 19 <laughs> 19- like 40 yeah potentially uh, this is just oh you were about to say double cause potential <laughs> have you seen have you seen uh happy endings no okay i've seen an ep- you know what i've seen two or three episodes that's okay i mean i hear i hear people so love many it. of it's our good. good good friends on that show Some yeah you're cool. right i know you just need to, like, i was just texting in. with adam pally this morning <laughs> and he was like how caught up are you and i was like not enough sorry <laughs> he's like it's been five years yeah. <laughs> he texts me every day have you watched more episodes of happy watch. endings don't worry about it like me and adam pally have another side text going on where i'm like stop being so thirsty yeah like, not everybody <laughs> needs to watch your fucking show why are you so obsessed with me <laughs> um well there's a character who does what you're doing oh abbreviates too yeah. much mm-hmm. and that's fun character trait uh oh uh, is it casey wilson mm-hmm. yeah I, I thought so trying to look up his i'm gonna look up his uh marriage stuff okay well but, while you're doing that einstein marrying his cousin and maybe also it being another cousin i feel like that's just an endorsement of being with your cousin like it's not weird famous <laughs> geniuses do it it's all good you know i i would do it it's, <laughs> I mean, would you no i mean for like a green card thing oh like okay. if i had a cousin that was like trying to get u.s citizenship i would be like fuck yeah i'll marry you okay that doesn't <laughs> care the shit out of you and also get in here we're <laughs> married you don't have to I say get in here <laughs> get in here. Yeah, yeah get in where because they're already there too like what do you mean get oh, in here we're already like in your blood yeah it's Ugh. like <laughs> Ooh, apparently he has a theory of infidelity. I would love to hear about that. Um, like a theory? Like a theory. Like- he just thinks that it's normal. <laughs> like uh, mathematically, it's likely to happen. Yeah. If Einstein D just equals- like posits something, does it automatically become like, does he just have it's theories about like how long you can keep eggs in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> I also would love for him to like, this is this is how his theory of infidelity came to be. He cheated on someone, and they were like, "What?" And he's like, "I can explain." Yeah. He just is like he a gets giant. Out of yeah. And they're like, "I don't understand." And yeah. He's like, he's like, it's a, on like a quantum mechanical yeah. level. It goes down to like the very nature. Yeah. It's like this seems significant to us, but on like a universal right. scale. It's just like relative. Yeah, it's evolutionarily yeah. It, it's explained. And she's uh-huh. like, I don't understand. And he's like, right, just take my 12 week workshop. You'll understand. By <laughs> yeah, yeah I have a she's master like, Why are you class? charging me for this? <laughs> You're too stupid to it's understand. $90, this right it's $90 for the class, or if you spend $120, you can take my class as well as Kevin Spacey's <laughs> acting class. Just a scam artist. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm describing the master class. Oh, the class. actual master class program? That's yeah. how it works. Oh also, if God. y'all want to go in on the master class program, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be teaching one soon, right? Ooh, About podcasting. Podcasting. Hey, hey, hey! Let's not Number let's one. not spoil it. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, this sorry. is like hotly anticipated. There are a lot of people yeah. who've been clamoring for us to start a podcast workshop. Uh, 
Fuck. Theory this, of infidelity. That's fucking hilarious. I really love this. I'm also reading this article and I'm not seeing what the theory. Oh, wait, hang on. I'm sorry that I'm reading on this podcast, but basically. Never okay, stop, his never cousin's parents wanted them to get married. The attempts to force me into marriage come from my cousin's parents <laughs> and is mainly attributable to vanity through moral prejudice, which is still very much alive in the old generation. What? So, they, I mean, I guess like he was a famous guy. So they're sure. like, hey, please marry please her. Marry her. Mm. Um, wow. But yeah. Interesting. Well, and then he started an affair with his secretary. Uh-huh. And Einstein, wanted that's so cliche. Tim, yeah. her to like live with him and his cousin wife, <laughs> and and then had to develop this whole other theory fling, explaining to the cousin yeah. wife why that was like an acceptable arrangement. The theory of polyamory. He had a, theory, <laughs> he had a yes, fling with one of her it. friends, Berlin socialite Ethel Michinkowski. Okay. Hey, girl. One should do what one enjoys and won't harm anyone else, which is like. Isn't it harming someone? That's a fucking cop out. Yeah. That's what men have been saying for centuries. Oh, centuries. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if this doesn't harm me, then it's not (laughs) harming anyone, right? It's so weird how many, like, very intelligent and um, smart men are such douchebags. Yeah. 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 Um, And, like, especially for Einstein, where his, like, theories about, like, the world and, like, society are so based on like kindness and mm. empathy and then to just be like i'm not hurting anybody yeah. you know it's yeah. very bizarre yeah that is strange there's sort of like a weird sort of gap yeah because yeah. also knowledge. what ends up happening is it's like okay first you're a guy and you have privilege then you're brilliant and you're surrounded by a bunch of yes men mm-hmm. who are like yeah bro like whatever you think right <laughs> you're literally inventing yeah. things right mm-hmm. now like yes yeah if it yeah. helps you to cheat on a bitch do it man yeah. Yeah. like get smarter yeah. well basically he said that it was okay as long as you were discreet about it like if you, if they didn't know, it's sort of like what they don't know can't hurt Do them. Do it, but mind your p's and q's. Yeah, yeah. Like, like don't be you? right. Don't be flagrant about your infidelity, but you know, do it, but on the slide. On the slide, because you're not hurting anybody. So sorry that we're starting out with like such a bummer thing, but it's also good that we know that people are fallible. Yeah, and everybody yeah. has their. Foibles. Foibles. It's nice to knock knock an idol down a peg or two, right? Yeah. It makes you feel better. It's like, hey, I might not have invented a new branch of science <laughs> and stuff, but I haven't cheated on my boyfriend. Yeah. Cheers so, to that. For sure. Yeah. And if I did, I'd be flagrant as hell about it. <laughs> so <laughs> Rubbing it in his face. Be like, you better know about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell my cousin. you. Get yeah. 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 I haven't fucked my cousin. <laughs> I haven't fucked my cousin and then cheated on them. <laughs> Like, wow. And then also been like, it was because her parents made me. I'm sort of confused about that part, yeah. but I don't want to read more. Nah. Yeah, because like I just ru- think at that point, flow. like, own it, okay? You're yeah. fucking your cousin. You marry your cousin. Don't go, her parents made me do it. <laughs> like, yeah. The nah, morals man. of the older generation are different. Yeah. Like, no. Just be like, I wanted my co- to fuck my cousin. And it's not that bad if you don't have a history of people fucking you know like right. yeah. it's obviously bad but and it's, it's not mostly bad in when it happens a lot right and it's like your cousin is like whatever your sibling is the real issue because it's like <laughs> like look it's already it's like mentally like whoa what yeah <laughs> but yeah. also it's the whole thing with like if you've got those like recessive alleles that ooh what? just drop <laughs> that in here with no <laughs> ramp up to that <laughs> surprise <laughs> science <laughs> surprise like, bitch it's science like if if you if you're you and your sibling like mate with other people who are not your siblings those alleles that could have some kind of like disorder attached to them they stay recessive they stay like no one's getting hurt sure but then if you and your person your sibling get together that thing could express itself as some like big scary mutated illness yeah you don't want to you don't want to mess around with those punnett squares no no don't play games don't play tic-tac-toe with the punnett square we're talking about punnett squares not hollywood squares okay don't play no games don't play no games 
the uh, yeah. all right what else about einstein the the man the, okay the myth well so yeah so he was german he was a german jew word i mean well this is stuff that i think a lot of people know he was a german jew he actually traveled around a lot as a child mm. um and um lived in italy his father worked for a factory that closed down and then they moved to italy for a while um he was jewish but he did go to catholic school cool for a little bit um he said he had like a brief period of like intense uh religiosity mm-hmm. um which he then like recognized as um as sort of exploration of the mysteries of the universe and an interest in understanding like something beyond himself That's and being cool. fascinated with that but then sort of realized that the teachings of religion were he sort of saw as like very childlike and naive and especially like the idea of a an anthropomorphic god mm-hmm. he really thought was dumb mm-hmm. um and sort of he sort of like never really returned to that he thought that like all this you know when he was younger sort of realizing that all the stories in the bible were made up Mm -hmm. um so he wasn't very religious he like believed in um like a sort of pantheistic god as the idea of like the universe as god Mm -hmm. um and having like so sort of understanding that the universe is like so complex and like so beyond our ability of understanding that it is in itself like a a thing to be worshipped. Yeah, it's a divine creation. Yes. So did he feel like did he believe in creationism or he he must not have, right? Like he didn't believe that like this world was like created by like a higher power or anything no he just thought like wow damn look at this whole world this is fucking nuts right it's a thing it's like it's science but it's also magic yeah Yeah. it's like it it can't have been created by a thing because the thing itself is the creator yes you know what i mean like so he described it as like humans are like a little child in a library in a huge library where they can understand that the books are there and they've been written by somebody mm-hmm. or something, but they don't know who, they don't know when, they don't know what's in the books, they can't read the language, and they know they just have like such a limited capacity to even begin to understand what is surrounding them. So it's like bit by bit, it's uh like we can have our fun like trying to kind of like examine and translate this stuff this information into a way that we could understand it but the what is out there is just so vast yeah we've barely scratched the surface on like what is out there to comprehend right and so that's like his idea of he's sort of credited with creating like a scientific philosophy in at least like in this modern era um, where he like really articulated that the pursuit of science isn't just y- to find an answer to something, but that it's really when you're investigating science, you're realizing like the limitations of those investigations, but you're also doing it as a way to sort of explore the divinity of the universe and try and understand it. And in that way, connect to its divinity because that's like one of the main purposes of being alive is learning Mm -hmm. and exploring and like constantly investigating and having amazement and wonder at the world around us yeah it's very beautiful it's lovely it's a very active engaged way to live yeah it's really really nice what do you think like how would einstein have fared if he'd been around for twitter (laughs) uh i don't think he would have been on it really i mean yeah i i oh god i hope not yeah i I wonder if he would have gotten sucked in well less productive i don't know it's possible but if he did i feel like he still would have been like a good presence on Mm. it because he's just like i don't think he would have gotten dragged into like petty i i can't really like i don't think he would have been like a neil degrasse tyson type Mm -hmm. or anything yeah i think he would have been more like I don't know. 
I mean, I'm trying to think. Do you think you'd weigh in on the DJ Khaled um, situation? Oh, <laughs> I it? mean, are you asking me, did Einstein eat pussy? Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> you don't fuck your cousin without eating some pussy. Yeah, he'd like, if, if he was here for the DJ Khaled stuff, he'd be like, here's like a theory on how quickly your wife will be cheating on you. Yeah. <laughs> or is currently already yeah, that's cheating. That's a I mean, sub theorem yeah. from the theory yeah. of infidelity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I hadn't thought about this, but I am very sure that he was extremely good at eating pussy I'm just yeah probably i but, hope so but then again i don't know i mean i know nothing about albert einstein's science when it comes to the physics of a pussy but i do know that historically vaginas have been um profoundly neglected in the field of science um mm. it's just like not talked about like let's not go there let's not think about what makes women happy or anyone who has a vagina happy that's true uh and uh so I could imagine him being like, oh, yeah, yeah, I figured it out. So whatever. It's got like, it's, there's, there's like, they, there's like a pocket with lips. <laughs> it's a pocket with lips. Like that's how I would imagine he'd be like, yeah, it's like, good. We covered it. Yeah. Now like, the universe. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, I feel like he would be like, because he has such an appreciation for the universe and like in a sort of macro and micro way. And like, I feel like he would be just like in awe you know yeah. he would just be like this is amazing I really hope so and I like it yeah <laughs> I, I I love that too I love imagining him like spreading some legs and there's like a vagina and him just being like in awe yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. oh yes <laughs> let the power of the pussy wash over me yeah. 8,000 I, I don't know how many nerve endings they're like it's like 80,000 nerve endings or something in a nice. clit oh really it's, or it's something it's either like 8,000 or 80,000 and like a penis only has like it's like 4,000 or something it's like mm. yeah we I mean he I don't know if he like was really that concerned with like biology so I don't think it would I mean you know it might not even have been what Yes, oh, just cool. want to make sure you're, ta- you're <laughs> okay. sharing that. My bad. Sharing um, that, sharing yeah, those pussy facts. Yeah, Sarah's the, making the sure world. that like everyone is like hearing my every every bit. Albert Einstein's <laughs> pussy eating <laughs> very clearly. Um, we'll probably cut this and release this as a separate episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Bonus apps. Uh, did Albert Einstein eat pussy? Okay. Yeah. Uh, bo- our, your votes in the comments. Hour four. Yeah. Here's the thing. You're yeah. not listening. Yeah. The burn. <laughs> conference when he's talking to Bertrand Russell it's clear that when they're talking about the atomic bomb they're referring to an orgasm Ooh, this is great. read between the lines this I love is, it this is yeah this is a full sub podcast <laughs> yes. like like scrap learned up mm-hmm. yeah we're talking about Albert Einstein and how much he was trying to tell no. the world and then important. we haven't even talked about whether he ate ass which <laughs> he did how do you know you know you know, you know. it was a necessary you know he like discovered uh because wait hang on he discovered black hole no he didn't but um <laughs> discovered black holes he didn't i'm sorry was that like a, he um, discovered black holes and anus bleach yeah anus <laughs> bleach. um fun fact albert einstein first man to bleach his anus wow actually he does i just remember this he did have this thing called the anus mirabilis papers <laughs> which uh is the extraordinary year but also, it's because he shat out all of his best ideas. No, uh, yeah. the Annus Mirabilis were his extraordinary year, which is when he was 26, and he published four articles that s- substantially changed modern physics. When he was for- 26? Yeah, I don't want to talk the hell about out of here. Him. I don't want to talk yeah, about it. My brother's 26, and he has, like, clients and shit. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That's still, like... <laughs> Yeah, that's the same. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, here, you overachievers. I mean, yeah, he's definitely the, the Albert Einstein of having clients. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can have clients when you're like 12, you know? What do you mean? I don't know. Let's not pursue that. Okay. I mean, oh, I meant like clients. Stand, oh, sure. I can see why. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could be interpreted it's differently. On, uh, we are his client, and it's an honor to be in the Flyzix and client base. Oh, that's true. As he surpri- surprised, as he supplied the <laughs> music for the whatever. Who cares? Okay, karaoke ruins your brain, guys. <laughs> this is your brain on karaoke, yeah. okay? And this is your brain on karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> this is your bra on karaoke. This is your bra, karaoke. Um, so wait, are we talking at all about 
his about the theory of relativity did you come to like learn anything about that or yes I did and like did you not okay wait backing up a little bit why did you pick Albert Einstein um I was just trying to come up with people to learn about it's it's surprisingly hard to come up with an idea for this podcast because it requires you knowing what you don't know right which as uh daddy rumsfeld told us is very hard Mm. um so i was just like okay what don't i know about i mean i thought of i was like i don't know about the torah (laughs) like what would that be (laughs) i was just like i'll just read the torah and talk about it Um, so i'm so glad that i didn't do that yeah no, it's only like 70,000 pages on my phone now. So oh. that's a breeze. I don't know. God. That was a, f- I'm sorry I did that. It was from a thing we were talking about earlier. You're not invited. When to we this started talking. Joke. So, um, yeah, honestly, I just asked my boyfriend to help come up with ideas and he said Einstein and I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds good. Yeah. And so some things I learned about the theory of relativity. So first of all, equals MC squared. That equation came many years after the theory was developed ah. and was meant to help simplify it for the layperson. For dum-dums. This yeah. makes me think he would be on Twitter because oh, he would have he... like a big idea and then he'd be like, ah, but branding equals mm. yeah. squared. Right. That's true. Also a few char- like limited yeah. characters. Let's, let's cut this down. Get That's it down. true. If he was on Twitter, he would be, yeah, he might be on Twitter, but he, yeah, He'd be, He'd on, be it, on like he... socialist lefty Twitter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So he was a socialist also. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he developed. So the theory of relativity, I am going to pull out some notes. Do it. For this. Um, is basically, it's like hard to sort of understand like what people thought how the universe was arranged before Einstein mm-hmm. because it's basically like a rege- a building of and rejection of like Newtonian oh. physics. Uh-huh. So I th- he did write a book about it and I did start reading it and it was making sense because <laughs> Good. Great. Obviously, you. We totally three you. days to read um, his book is that was a bad yeah. choice. That was very ambitious of you. Yeah. This is why I did very poorly in college. Okay. So <laughs> I highly doubt that. But anyway, I did medium poorly. Yeah. So he basically, you know what? I'm just gonna pull the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Pull it up. Just do it. Yeah. Like or don't. If this is a drag and you're like, no, I, this is hurting my head, stop. But I would like to sort of re-understand the theory of relativity because I know that I've learned it. For some yeah. reason, it just like doesn't really absorb in my brain. My, yeah. my instinct is to say something about like an object at rest staying at rest. That's is that kind connected to it? It's sort of. So basically, he discovered that mass equals energy, essentially. Like, so... Everything oh, yeah. Yeah, right. that Any, yeah. has mass like also has the equivalent energy and everything has like a, a resting, what's called like a resting mass mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, um, which also like has energy even when it rests. Yeah, right. That like potential energy thing. Is it that or is it not that? Is it like if you expand mass, that. energy expands as well all i remember is like there's like your energy that you have that gets like converted into like velocity with like force Uh and mass and like that and like that same like energy exists as potential energy at rest like that's there yeah you need to apply like force and uh whatever yes yeah so e equals mc squared is a mass energy equivalence which states that anything having mass has an equivalent amount of energy and vice versa. And it's basically like the formula states that the equivalent energy can be calculated as the mass multiplied by the speed of light squared. The mass, okay, mass multiplied by the speed of light because squared. everything, nope, never mind. You know when you like think that you're going to understand it? I also yeah. apologize because I did think I understood it before 
getting on this podcast <laughs> and I w- thought I was ready to explain it. And then I was like, wait, I don't understand. I'm I mean, just going to confess to something like what this is not to do with Albert Einstein. It's just to do with like ideas in general. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when like we do learned up homework, I'll try my best like before we record to like strike up a conversation with someone about the stuff I just learned just to see like, yeah. oh shit, like do I understand this? And then I'll like, like Google very quickly, like something else before we record. Um, which is totally inauthentic, but it helps because no, no, no. it's hard to like put ideas into words. No, that's yes. true. And I did that with some of his more like philosophical and like so- societal ideas. Yeah. And I am glad that I did, <laughs> but, and then I just didn't with physics and I was going to write them out and then I f- forgot. And then I was like, he married his cousin. What? <laughs> huh? You like, Hang you on. like stumbled upon the national Enquirer headline. Slow. About Albert yeah. life, and you're like, Oh fuck. Well, there <laughs> was, they did talk about this. Like when he discovered this, like that there were like these newspaper headlines that were like, you know, like Newtonian physics overturned, like new, Ooh. you know, just sort of like, cause he was a celeb. Yeah. Routine. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just kidding. Celeb is a completely acceptable. That's a whole other massive energy that we could talk about. Oh like God. the changes the game. If, when yeah. someone becomes a celebrity, it's like game over. Like mm-hmm. marry your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Elevate the family's cool points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing. Okay. Let me just like read. Cause one thing I realized that I didn't understand like quantum physics yeah. at all. I didn't even understand where the term quantum came from. I thought, so what does it come from? So a quant is the smallest measure of a, like an atom. Well, it can either be an, it's like the smallest unit of measure of like either energy, light or matter. Oh, so you can have like a quant of light or a quant of matter or a quant of energy of anything. Mm -hmm. Of anything. Yeah. Wow. So that's like as far, the plural is quanta. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that's what it's referring to. Quantum physics, quantum mechanics is like the smallest unit. So quantum is an adjective in that situation? Yeah. So the movie, the James Bond movie, Quantum of Solace, doesn't Ooh, seem to make sense. Great point. Now I'm not sure. I mean, I, yeah. It's like, also, yeah. Quantum I, leap makes me think it's like a tiny leap. When really, it's, it's, a, it's a very big leap. the biggest leap of all. Well, maybe that, yeah. But anyway, maybe um, it's ironic. I, I understand that quantum leap was referring to quantum physics and like you can't undo yeah, that. That's right. what it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's yeah. called quantum you physics. Get it. okay? It's like a yeah. thing. We all get it. And we also quantum might mean something else. I didn't look that up. Okay. But I will just read like a part of this is what I was going through trying to understand like where Einstein's uh, contributions fit into this sort of like sort of revolution of physics and uh so this is part of like the correspondence principle which is this is a part of the development of of quantum physics is the called the correspondence principle which is that the behavior of system described by the theory of quantum mechanics reproduces classical physics in the limit of large quantum numbers so basically it means that like when you're doing very large like orbits and large energy calculations, your calculations have to agree with like classical calculations. So I think it's like they all apply to the same thing maybe. Okay. So here's just like, I was like, maybe I don't really understand this. Let me keep reading. So here's just a line. Uh, Summerfield made a crucial contribution by quantizing the Z component of the angular momentum, which in the old quantum era was called space quantization. Richtungsquantenklung. Now That's all of German. that, I really understand. Yeah. Like yeah. that really speaks to me. I'm like, oh yeah, before it was murky. Now it's all clear. It's all clear. And it helps that they add the like German translation at the end, because I was like, <laughs> I don't really understand this in English, but I think if they just tell me a 17 letter word, uh, then I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was per- personally, I was waiting for the Russian translation, mm. but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stand yeah. by for that. Yeah. yeah. The, go on Wikipedia to yell at them in the comments <laughs> or in the edit <laughs> section or whatever. But so, yeah. So it's all very confusing. Yeah. And I, it did make me realize how shitty my scientific background is 
It's yeah. truly very bad. Wait, what is your scientific background? What are you into? Well, I just mean like, I don't think I had like a good science class after like fourth grade. And I had an okay chemistry class. I don't want to shit on my chem teacher. Yeah. But like really, we like had a physics class. We did like one experiment. I sort of remember learning stuff, but mostly I don't. Um, and, and did you feel like you had um, <clears throat> like an interest? You were like, I want to do this. Or was it more like, uh, this isn't really fun. So like, I don't get this. No, like, I, li- I mean, I liked science and I liked, I liked learning and I liked physics and stuff, but it just like, it just like, wasn't quite there. Like there mm-hmm. wasn't enough resources and it just like, wasn't the teachers weren't like quite good enough kind hear, of yeah. totally to like really make me feel comfortable. So even when I got to college, I was like, I can't, like, yeah. I yeah. would be so, I would just be so behind. Yeah. It just, uh, science, especially in college, just always seemed like so much work, like yeah. just so much more like homework and like things to do and like labs and yeah, I don't know. You have to like want to do it. You really have to want to do it. I, my favorite type of science is definitely biology. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I could like fuck with physics a little bit. Chem was always very like opaque to me. Yeah. Just couldn't. Cause there was like no like feeling or like people or like anything like human attached to it you uh-huh. know yeah. it's just a lot of like chemicals and solutions but yeah. like bio it's like oh it's like organic yes. matter you yeah. know mm-hmm. and you can like see equations and theories kind of like manifested in the real world yeah and that's always been very helpful for me yeah I liked bio a lot but that was probably the my worst class because the teacher I had was like 22 <laughs> and really had a lot of stuff going on and we would like take naps in class and stuff and like she was like passionate and she would like sometimes tell us stuff so it's like enough to keep me interested but not enough for me to really like learn anything yeah that I that like stuck with me and so like we I remember we watched a lot of movies we watched Mm -hmm. Lorenzo's Oil I remember and Gattaca Um, oh interesting and like chemistry was cool but it was yeah, we just, like, didn't learn. I don't know. We just didn't have yeah. that many labs. So it's, yeah. like, if you don't have labs, you don't really have anything. Right, yeah. I'm thinking back on it, and I feel like maybe this is specific to our country. Um, very quickly, science becomes not so required. It's, like, mm-hmm. you can, at a at a pretty early phase, whether it's, like, I guess, like, high school and then college, it becomes so elective and so, like, you get yeah. to pick your science. Right, right, right. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm picking environmental science because, <laughs> like, right. that's just conversations. Yeah. <laughs> that's just um, us talking about how bad everything is. Right. Yeah. And then when I get to college, as interested as I might be in science, it's sort of like, I know the kids that are in my classes are going to be those kids who like did um, like competitions or some kind of like extracurricular yeah. in science. And I didn't. So I don't feel like going through that inferiority yeah. complex and I'm not going to be pre-med. So bye right. science. I'll catch you later. I'll wait until <laughs> Dana comes on my podcast when I'm 30. And <laughs> and talk about- badly explains a bunch of stuff. And then yep. we'll be like, mm, this isn't my fault. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is true. And it's, yeah, I mean, it does, it is unfortunate because it, it is like there's so much to catch up on mm-hmm. and especially because science is so complicated now like all this stuff is so crazy and like really requires you to understand a lot of things that have happened right and especially a lot of like quantum mechanics is like almost it's so theoretical mm-hmm. so I don't know maybe I won't describe the theory of relativity because I also thought maybe I thought that EMC squared was the theory of relativity and it's not. Yeah, I thought that too. I thought it was. Yeah, it's whoa, not myth busting on this this podcast. Yeah, that's like that's a cool thing. Because if that's wrong, like if it's not, I will remember this in a trivia environment. Yeah, be like, guess what I learned, (laughs) and you're gonna get the winning point to take your team to victory. Um, So quantum mechanics is like a very like sexy field right it's oh, like yeah. for, for yeah. like lay people to sort of like try to wrap their heads around it's like because it opens up the idea of like parallel universes right because yeah. the idea that like two sure things can be existing simultaneously right it's like Ooh. that is that what it is yeah like oh isn't absolutely it that, like, and like light oh that i think that's talking more that's more like um are you talking about uh what's that guy with the cat schrodinger 
No. The guy with the cat? No. You oh, okay. talking that, about Schrodinger. Yeah, but we can talk about the guy with the cat. <laughs> you wrote a whole sketch about it. Um, That's true. Oh, yeah, you did. I did. It was very funny. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, you actually told me, but I did not know who Schrodinger was before Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But as far as, like, quantum physics goes, I know, uh, you know, there's been a lot. <laughs> Look, I didn't do any homework on this, so I'm just talking out of my to. butthole. Yeah. yeah but you light, didn't. Like, I know that people do a lot of work with figuring out light and how it travels. So, like, if we can track light, like, moving in such a way... And I think we already have kind of figured this out, like time travel could be possible. So like somebody did an experiment a couple of years ago, I think it was, where they figured out how to get light to exist in two places at once. Like they somehow were able to track like this is that same light and like hmm. it's here and it's here. That uh-huh. means we can do this. Um, I thought that was all under the umbrella of um, quantum physics. So I just always assumed I'm not sure. I will say I did just pull up the Wikipedia article and basically uh, it explains the law of gravitation and its relation to other forces of nature. So it, I don't know. I feel really bad that I didn't do more research on this in particular. And that's what this is all about. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> You're bad. You should feel you bad. You are bad. Um, he worse. did hang out with Charlie Chaplin. That's cool. Talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Dana's notepad just says like Hitler, Chaplin, <laughs> cool mustaches. Well, because I was like, this is like a Princeton. No, it does not say. Oh, Harvard. Harvard and Princeton. Well, because I was going to say, so he left, uh, he left Germany. He was in America when Hitler was elected and he was basically like, okay, well, I can't go back now. Oh, so he lived here. So yeah, he lived here. He like went back to Europe for a little bit and then he got refugee status here and then came back here. Wow. I don't know if that was the order of events, but he was here for a while. Where did he live? LA? <laughs> he did come to LA. There's a part in the Wikipedia where it's like, he came to LA and played piano. And he was like, I don't like this at all. <laughs> oh, this is very bad. <laughs> nice pianos, but the people but are garbage. I don't enjoy. Yeah. No, thank you. Well, so then there's another thing. So also because of his like understanding of like atoms and you know that stuff he was like sort of involved in understanding of the creation of the atomic bomb Mm. and he actually wrote a letter he was a pacifist um like a very outspoken pacifist but he did he was obviously also opposed to nazis Mm. and he and his and one of his friends became worried that the nazis were going to develop an atomic bomb because they um sort of were making inroads in uh, nuclear fission and so he and Einstein wrote a letter to FDR that was like hey you should know about this the Nazis have this info and like they might be building a bomb and it sort of like put a lot of things in motion that like eventually led to the creation of the Manhattan Project a few wow. years later um, Einstein, a lot of Jews involved in that project, Einstein was not allowed to work on the Manhattan Project because he was a pacifist and they were like we don't want you involved. Wow. So, which I get. Yeah, I get that too. Mm-hmm. By the way, pacifist. I was literally searching my brain yesterday for the word pacifist. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's it. so fun. You, you just, found it. Yeah. Just brought it to me. Mm-hmm. Were you? Who were you talking about? What were you talking about? Um, I was talking to myself as I lay on the acupuncturist table, <laughs> and I was tr- I was thinking of the word pugilist and how that's like and like bellicose you know those words which are like very Ooh, fun words you don't yeah, hear a lot yeah. more words than pacifist no i was like well those are very those words are very like war-y right they're like yeah they're like bloody and like loving violence and being like war-ish mm-hmm. and i was like what is it called when someone like doesn't serve in the army because they're you know what i mean yeah oh yeah pacifist it's nice that pacifist is a much nicer word than like pugilist it is yeah and what's I that? don't know if I what does pugilist mean? Doesn't it just mean like pugilistic is like is like warlike and like uh like That's, hawkish? That sounds right. I think so. Cool. What was that movie about the guy who didn't who he didn't want to shoot anyone in war? Oh. Um, it was like was that some fucking, <laughs> the one directed by Mel Gibson. Yeah, and like, the, it was um with like the guy from the girls. Oh my god, you guys. I'm a fucking idiot. Pugilist. <laughs> what is a pugilist. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, I was sort of right. Okay, a pugilist is uh is a boxer, oh. especially a professional one. But I think that pugilistic 
is oh my God. ready to fight at the drop of a dime. Cool. Dude, okay. that makes what, sense. What if someone? That's at, a that's a good at, word. So yeah. if someone was at war and they were like, "I just want a box," <laughs> <laughs> and they're on the front lines, like, mm, mm, "What if there was a boxer right. that was like?" Actually, I'm a pugilist. <laughs> um, uh, please. Yeah. Like a really snooty boxer. Yeah. Who's like, right. uh, I don't consider myself a boxer. I consider myself a pugilist. Yeah. yeah. They're like always mad when their wife like tells everybody they're a boxer. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm a pugilist. So how do you have a pugilist? <laughs> Just punches the wall. Mm-hmm. See, this, I'm ready. I'm ready to <laughs> Cut me. Cut me. Uh, um, uh. So yeah. So Einstein was a pacifist. He was, uh, yeah, very opposed to the idea of war and he thought that there should be like he was also very anti-nationalist and he thought there there should be like international cooperation to stop war yeah and he was you know, right he was right about a lot of things mm-hmm. he also talked about um how he was worried about like technological advances uh like sort of putting people out of work mm. but also making them work more and he, you know, talked about having a society where we use technology to get people a lot of leisure time. And he was like, we're not there yet, but I think we will be. And it's like, no, no. Maybe in France or whatever, right? Yeah. Maybe there in are France. There places where they have yeah. like three or four 30, weeks. Yeah, 30 hour weekdays. What a dream. I yeah, know. man. It is. He did write about America in um, such a nice way that made me so depressed about America today. Like his dream of what he America was like, could be. Well, yeah. he was talking about how part of it was that he was like received so well in America and was a celebrity basically. Yeah. And so he was like, it's nice that Americans value like the pursuit <sighs> of intellectual, um, <laughs> you know, discoveries, discoveries and yeah. rigors over, other things and it shows that they have their minds in the right place and they're like very happy and they're really optimistic and he said that compared to europe americans are like always thinking about the future oh god he said that americans which i think is actually still true like we're we're very unchill people (laughs) we're always like hustling yeah and like we don't live in the to, moment no we don't we're he said that we're always in the process of becoming and never in the process of being I think that's like, really right. I mean, yeah. but partly because we don't have as much history as Europe. So we're very yeah. much like a scrappy, young, like, you know, boxer looking to prove him or herself yeah. out in the ring. You we're know? always trying to like improve. But I don't think in necessarily a nice way. Like we're always just like things could be better. Yeah. My yeah. life could be better. No, it's horribly destructive. Yeah. It's counter to living a good, happy life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. Yeah. yeah. I think we're also just like pretty high strung because we're like okay we've been like taking the charge on so many things for so long we know that everybody hates us and like they want us they want to see our demise they want to get us right so it's like we have to stay ahead of everybody else we have to clip their wings so that they can't catch us oh like in an on an international standpoint yeah that's how i feel yeah and it is weird because when he came to the u.s you know in the early 30s and 40s the u.s had been kind of like following an isolationist policy obviously like until world war too Mm -hmm. and then even a little bit after that although i guess that was like you know when you start becoming like world the world police and like really asserting itself and he is like america needs to get more involved and it's like did we yeah did we like we're uh, well sort of like yeah. yeah so it's there's a lot where it's like I mean, I get what he was saying. He was saying we should get more involved to like push for peace, mm-hmm. obviously, which would have been nice and could have been useful, and um, obviously didn't happen. So nah. that's too bad. It's good that he died when he did. You know? Yeah, he would have been bummed. He would have been bummed if he were alive mm-hmm. today. Yeah, he would have been. He would have been very um, disappointed. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all the work I did was for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about. nobody cares about physics nobody cares yeah and he talked about like the focus like how americans focus on like being individuals a lot and like the power of the individual totally and uh that was something i do think it's interesting he sort of had this like he wrote about um like the value of the individual which he did value a lot right um but i thought he like really explains it well in terms of the individuals existing in a society mm-hmm. and like the value of society as well, yeah. which I think America is very bad at reconciling. Like it's yeah. either one or the other. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you can't have individual freedom without a strong, healthy 
democratic society right and you can't have a good society without like strong individuals like, individuals mm-hmm. so it's like yeah that's nice mm-hmm. he's a smart guy yeah yeah cool mm-hmm. um did you guys think when you first saw like photo you know that those like iconic photos of albert einstein with like his tongue out that he was did just i think that that tongue was good at eating pussy <laughs> okay. dana not talking about that right now just stop thinking about it i I always looked at that tongue as like good advertising yeah like yep Mm -hmm. this is what you get yeah yeah yeah. like that yeah like this lady yeah Uh all men should have to like especially on dating apps they should just have to post a picture with their tongue sticking out (laughs) so we know what we're signing up for is it small yeah (laughs) but also with like start making men feel bad about the size of their tongue (laughs) it's just like oh you know yeah (laughs) oh he's got a big feet you know what that means yeah big Big tongue i love a big i love a big tongue yeah i won't settle for anything less less than a two and a half inch how long is a tongue has anyone seen a tongue out of a mouth they're so disgusting honestly tongues are the grossest part of the human body they're the worst absolutely what's that fact about tongues they're like the strongest muscle or something it's like the biggest muscle that can't be true no 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 No, because the butt's the biggest muscle yeah it's like the i forget what it is i forget what it is i don't care about this part but what i do care about is i don't want men why did you just point at me when you said just because we don't care I don't want random men to send me tongue pics. No, <laughs> please don't. Please don't send like long tongue photos. I think that the way Lorraine is asking for this is that she actually does want you to yeah. send. She's like, men out there, please don't yes. send me Guys, pictures I- of your long <laughs> serpentine. Please don't send me pictures of you making a taco with your tongue. Yeah, please, please don't send me like photos of your tongue next to other things for scale. <laughs> <laughs> don't, fully don't, show, don't show me a photo of you licking a Red Bull can, please. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to see your tongue. It's like your tongue next to like an M&M for skin. (laughs) It's so big. This is a peanut (laughs) (laughs) M&M. Tongues like, like someone with like their fist around their tongue. (laughs) Like their tongue coming out of the other side. Oh, that would be so gross. (laughs) Tongues are truly the most disgusting. (laughs) They're absolutely. Someone just like giving themselves like a tongue (laughs) job. Just. (laughs) <laughs> who does that benefit uh, um okay what i was what, what i was if you had something delicious on the inside of your hand so then it's like oh you know you're sort of I mean? licking it a little it's bit like, give some peanut butter <laughs> that's stop it that's, oh. that's like a very specific eating disorder like someone puts like a tiny bit of like like light ice cream on the end of their tongue and just furiously jacking their tongue <laughs> off like <laughs> This is unlistenable content. <laughs> this is truly trash. Um, what I was going to say is Albert Einstein, like when I first saw images images of him, I was like, oh, that dude like has uh, like autism. Like he's definitely oh. on the spectrum. He seems huh. like definitely like a little wacky, not all there. His hair was always super unkempt, you know? Yeah. So it's like really wild to, as I learn more about him, learn that he was like completely together yeah. and like not crazy and very much like evolved in all of his thinking yeah. not just scientific but like social and you know yeah i definitely think that the hair does <laughs> sort of imply like a mad scientist vibe yeah, where it's like definitely some sort of recluse or something yeah. but he did he was very social there's a section of his wikipedia that's just like friends <laughs> and it's just like it's like one paragraph and it's like uh, some of Albert Einstein's friends include, and then it's like seven people, and it's like that's nice, I guess. <laughs> yeah. like, so Are they famous? Or I they're mean, just like George. I, I mean, I, George from down the street. I yeah. think that they're probably famous in like scientists or something, mm-hmm. or other people. But I didn't recognize them. Yeah, I right. mean, it definitely is just like here's some of his friends. Yeah, yeah. I guess I imagine like him and a bunch of other brainiacs like hanging out in bars and stuff, or like having a salon type mm-hmm. situation where they like come over and have tea and talk mm-hmm. about ideas and he did do that right it was called and the olympia committee or I totally, yes, yes which I is kind it. of ironic like they named it the olympia committee ironically right i get it's that. nerd humor i <laughs> hilarious oh, what a guy laugh out loud funny um so yeah i bet it's like really an exclusive circle so it's important to tell people about this squad yes it's like yeah yeah Yes, there was one joke that um, he did say. Let me see if I can find it. It's like, it's so corny and it also makes no sense. Um, where it's like, 
like what is it's like a joke that he wrote he wrote a thing to his um wife cousin no 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 no. it's just like some friend who was a uh scientific journalist Mm -hmm. and it's like what makes up a scientific journalist it's a mimosa it's a cross between a mimosa and a porcupine and you're like what wait ask it again set do the setup again okay what it's like hang on sorry i'm gonna try and find it uh it's like what makes up a scientific journalist okay a cross between a mimosa mimosa and and a a porcupine. porcupine I don't get it. I don't get it either. A and then he spiked. and then he has like a little aside where it's like, my apologies for, you know, but I assume that you guys have a good enough sense of humor to laugh. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What is this joke? That's a bad joke. But it is good to know that um, mimosas and Einstein existed in the same timeline. Yeah, I, I didn't thought know. That, and then what I a weird th- sort of no, anachronistic I sounding thing. I think yeah. that he's talking about the tree. Oh, a, a mimosa is a tree? tree? Yeah, it's a type of tree. And um, if you touch it, it has these like little flowers. And if you touch it, the or leaves, the leaves like sort of contract. So that's what I was thinking. Because I also had that thought where I was like, what the fuck? This is like some Dada's ass humor. Yeah. <laughs> not that it makes more sense. Not that it makes any more sense if it's a tree. Right. But it is... It makes more sense in the fact that, like, did they have mimosas back then? I don't know. Right. Okay. So what's I do want to imagine? Yeah. (laughs) No, that's the answer. The mimosa and the porcupine is the answer. Oh. It's a real. I wanted. I guess I wanted someone to explain it to me. It's inexplicable. It's even worse than his than any of the theories that we couldn't explain earlier. I feel upset. Over, <laughs> over this joke hey you know what you can't be good at everything okay you Einstein, can't. great at science great at eating puss not great at telling <laughs> jokes not super aware of how to tell jokes i'm glad that we did all decide that he's great at eating <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes me happy yeah he's got a fat ass tongue mm-hmm. <laughs> all right yeah. um do we want to sort of close the book on einstein or is there anything are there any other like fast facts you need to know no no i think that I feel comfortable with where that ended. Hey, thanks so much for teaching us about Albert Einstein, Dana. Thank you so much for having me. Again, I'm sorry I couldn't explain any of the physics parts, but also it's not my fault. Blame uh, the education system of America. Yeah. Yeah. That is who's to blame. And you know what? I'm going to read the rest of his books, and I'm going to become really fucking smart. Dude, you guys, Antonio Banderas is Paulo Picasso. Yeah. What a fun turn. I haven't seen Antonio Banderas in a while. Neither have I. I don't know not, he's still out there. a while. I think, he's wasn't a, he in Spy Kids? <laughs> uh, I don't remember the yeah, last time I, I saw him. I think that was him. the last time I saw him. Um, yeah. Oh, he was like Zorro too. Who played Einstein? Um, oh, yeah, looking that up right did. now. I should watch that. Well, we should watch yeah, that. Yeah, we should watch that. That'd Jeffrey Rush, of course. Uh-huh. The king. Oh, sure, sure, sure. God, I love Jeffrey Rush so much. Why did I just Google Einstein? Um... <laughs> it's a TV show, right? Ye- yes. Yeah. What is it? Like a limited series? Yeah, it's like a Nat Geo. Nat Geo, baby. Oh, um, he looks great. This is great. Yes. I hope that we... Look, look at the fucking Picasso. This is... This makes me hate him so much. This looks very... Let me see. This is like a very covered silly. in paint. I hate him. Thumbs what down. What a douchebag. Um, yeah, I really hope that we have at some point a place where we like closed in a very clean way. I'm not sure if we did. But it just in the off chance that we didn't. Thanks again, Dana. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, I mean, Dana. having me. <laughs> Thank you to all the listeners for coming to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the end. That was so fun. That was insanely fun. I never thought I'd have so much fun talking about <laughs> science. <laughs> me neither. And I also just feel like, wow, um, there's a lot of learning that I have neglected that I'd like to get back in touch with. Yeah, you same, know? same. I might like go home and make a volcano with whatever you do, baking soda and vinegar. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, that sounds great. I'm going to get some like plaster of Paris, right? I don't know. Isn't that a building material for like seventh grade dioramas? Yeah. I'm going to get a poster cutter. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, Hydrochloric acid. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> That was fun. Um, okay, well, this was very fun, and I guess we have to say goodbye now. And thanks for listening, everyone. And thank you to our podcast network, Campfire Media. Yep. 
Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks. Listen to them. Like go there. Do There's it. so many great shows. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our producer, Ryan Counts House. Yep. He makes all of this happen. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, also. Also Adam Isaacson who makes our music. Yeah. And if you're feeling it, go on ahead and follow us on all of our social media things. Yes. We're well, at Learned Up Podcast on all the things. Also, guys, Dana Bell is truly a superstar. So find her on social media and also uh, go to Mod Night. Yes. Well, I think on social media, Dana is Dana C. Bell, right? Pretty much everywhere. Great. Check her out. She's great on Twitter. Um, And I guess, should we plug our own? I don't know. We never really do that. No, I just, we didn't ask Dana to do it. So I was just doing it to plug Dana shit now. Okay, cool. Well, you know, if you're smart, you can also maybe find me and Lorraine separately on social media. We're also kind of fun people. You know? <laughs> yep. Thanks. Okay. So thanks for listening. <laughs> um, okay. Bye. Bye. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode, we have a guest and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media. Why Mommy Drinks. Campfire.